0: What's up, Banana Bunch? First podcast of the new year. New year, new we. I guess that's the title of this episode now that I've just said that out loud. Well, we've got a fun one for you today. I'm bringing in a little international voice here, courtesy of one of our Nepali employees, Sarah, uh, who's going to tell us some about her customs, cultures, and some of the interesting things she found when she moved to the United States. And then in the interest of the new year, new we, and I'm saying not just, you know, I don't want to put it solely on me. I want us all to grow and be better in this year. I actually brought in a personal trainer and a dentist to give us some fun health and hygiene tips and all kinds of stuff that we could definitely use to bring into the new year but you know what time it is before we dive into the actual show i gotta ask you for some reviews so it's january now i didn't quite hit my goal of 100 reviews by the end of december but i do appreciate everyone that did that but this is the part of the show where i always go hey everyone if you've got some time and you love what you're hearing here go ahead and leave us a review on apple Podcasts and now on spotify reviews and downloads Those are the things that keep us successful, okay? Because I want to constantly be charting. You know, we've been pretty lucky to keep hovering in the top 100 food podcasts on Apple Podcasts. I'm really proud of that. And you all should be proud of that too. And you should be proud of me. Your reviews can help us out hugely there. I'm very appreciative of it. You know, it just takes a few seconds. I know last week I read a little clip from a recent review. I think that's a fun thing to do, right? And you know what? If you want, if you're not feeling doing a full on review and you're just like, you know what, Mark, maybe I just want to leave a little direct uh, feedback to you. Well, go ahead and shoot me an email podcast at junglegems.com. Or you can actually call in. I have a little hotline here country code one, five, one, three, six, seven, four, six, eight, five, five. You can call, you can leave me a little voicemail. I don't answer that line, so you don't have to. You, you can get over that anxiety of uh, actually having to speak to me directly. I just check it after the fact, and if you're cool with it, maybe we'll air it on the show. Could be a lot of fun, right? Well, let, let's not uh, let's not bury the lead here. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and dive right in. So a few months back, I found out that we were expanding our Nepal section in the store. And one of the cool things about Jungle Gyms, and I don't know if this gets talked about enough on the show, but I'll, I'll try to do more of that. But we speak something like 35 languages in the store i don't know if we speak them to each other i speak one and a half languages and uh i i find it I, honestly i think it's one of the coolest things about us there's so much international culture and flavor here and i think that's what's made the store so popular and why we have so many cool products and all this fun stuff and what we really pride ourselves on doing and i'm i'm saying that at least i feel like that's accurate to say But we often hire people from those places to source the items that we carry there. So, you know, instead of having someone like me, for example, go, okay, well, uh, what's the greatest hits of uh, Indian food? Yeah, I could probably pick a couple correct things, but not as correct as somebody who was like actually living there. You know what I mean? So I got connected with Sarah, who'd worked here, uh, and she got moved to work in our international team and was headed back home to Nepal recently. Now, she's since come back. I like to do a lot of my interviews in advance. But she's since come back and had some really cool stories to share as far as uh, the differences in the culture here in the U.S. versus what she experienced back home. And some of those, like, you know, I was just curious to see what are the things that you experience here that you weren't necessarily prepared for and all that good stuff. So, I, you know what? I'm going to stop rambling. There's no point in the rambling. You just want to hear what she has to say. So enjoy. Joining me in the WJJI studio today is Jim from International, as well as Sarah from International, who is now, well, there's a whole story here, Jim. Actually, why don't you set this up a little bit for me? So since you understand the hierarchy of your department better than I do.
1: Well, Sarah is now helping us buy the products from Nepal, and she's actually the category buyer. But there's some background here I got to cover with. Please. we started noticing a huge influx of Nepal customers to the market and I didn't carry a lot of the stuff they were looking for. So in my infinite wisdom, I went out there and tried to find all the stuff that I thought these people could use and I bought all kinds of stuff. Little did I know. And after Sarah got in here, she told me that they were just selling me all the junk they couldn't sell anywhere else. (laughs) So so, I mean, I had this section out there that was just nobody was buying it. I, I had like 12 foot of pickle trays. Remember? And then glass pickles, you know, like, I don't know, they must eat a lot of pickles in Nepal. (laughs) Anyway, so there's literally, and as we'll discuss, thousands of people coming into this market from Nepal, and they kind of did it without us knowing they were coming. They're not showing up in the census data or anything, so. But uh, when we hired Sarah for produce, at some point, I talked her into helping me and to try to put the right items in for Nepal. And lo and behold, it's just taken off like crazy. Went from, I think I had an eight-foot section to, she's got like 48 foot out there, and it's smoking. It's flying out of there. Congratulations. Pretty much Pretty much everything I had in here, we had to delete and discontinue. But uh, she's got the right mix-in for that customer base, and they are flying in here like crazy now. I should note, one of the reasons I knew we had a market is there was, at that time, like eight little Nepal stores opened up around us. Pretty good sign that we were blowing it. Right. So once we realized that we didn't carry the right mix, uh, we tried and then we found Sarah who has really taken it and run with it. So Sarah is category manager over the Nepal foods. I've also asked her to take Sri Lanka, which is another one that I was screwing up pretty good. And <laughs> she has found m- multiple <laughs> vendors and is getting the right mix in that market too. So I think this is these
0: kinds of stories are my favorite thing about Jungle Gym so far. Like the idea that we would take, look, I can't think of too many businesses that would go, hey, you're from the place that we're trying to purchase for? Well, why don't you come run this for me? That's such an amazing story. Well, Sarah, thank you for joining me. I appreciate you taking time to do this. Thank you.
2: Thank you for you guys invite for Mm -hmm. me over here. I'm really happy.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm happy to have you. All right. So, my I have a few questions for you. Yes. I'll try to keep these easy as possible. Okay. But I don't know the answer, so you could really say whatever you'd like.
2: Okay, I'm, I give you my name. <laughs> that,
0: that's why I'm here. <laughs> so, first off, where is Nepal? Uh,
2: Nepal is uh, India and China.
0: Right in between.
2: Between. Oh,
0: okay. Perfect. What would you say that uh, Nepal is most famous
1: for?
2: Uh, Mount Everest is really famous and second one is the Buddha.
1: Oh, and I hadn't realized that. Realized that, but Buddhism was founded in Nepal. I had
2: yes. no idea. He's born really? really in Nepal.
1: I had no idea.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Are there a lot of people from Nepal in the United States?
2: Oh yes, a lot of them. I think is this. Here Ohio, here, mm-hmm. and Cincinnati is 40,000 people who we are living over here.
0: Really? That's a very large body. I did not expect that number. That's incredible.
2: We have a lot of because uh, you guys know, you do not know how, how many people we are live. but our function, sometime people died. We are counting the number, how many people, and we are I see over there, a lot oh, of okay. people.
1: Wild. Yeah, I had no idea. And when you look, when you try to look it up in the census data and stuff, those numbers are nowhere near. They showed nobody in Cincinnati. Of course. Uh, The last thing I read in Google was they were estimating that there was 200,000 from Nepal in the country. I think that's really low. Oh, that can't be right. Yeah. How long have
0: you been in the United States?
2: Two more years.
0: Okay. What was something you found difficult to adjust to when you moved here?
2: Uh, over here, United States is a very beautiful country, very developed country, everything facility, mm-hmm. but I did not like it over here. there doesn't the respect for the senior people they're looking for the equal yeah, but my country is the if you anything is senior we, we cannot look the position we are looking for the age and we are respect for the senior people always I love that like, and yeah. we are do the Relation. Anybody senior, We are say dad, mom. We are try treat this way. But over here, the if you anybody working, the 65 years old guy, and this the position is small. They say they treat for different way. Right. That's the very difficult.
0: Interesting.
2: And then over here is some neighborhood. Some people died, and other neighborhood they doesn't know anything who died, who born. One neighborhood is died, other neighborhood is celibate. Right. Our is not the. If your neighborhood have problem, another neighborhood we are go over there. They are helping. They try to problem. You know. Right. Over here is selfish. You know. They do yeah. not know each other. Which neighborhood living other house? We do not know about that.
0: That's so interesting too. The idea of that. You know, and in the U.S., I feel like we are constantly connected with each other. But you make a great point that we're not really deeply connecting because you're right. I don't know anything that's going on in my yeah, neighborhood right now. Yeah,
2: you know, neighborhood is what time they come up, how many people living, and which country we do not know about that. The our country is the if you five minute, ten minute walk, we know is a ten minute walk is a neighborhood. Oh that many people live they have a family they are working we know you, the 5 minute 20 minute far neighborhood but over here is it next door is we do not know about that i bar-
0: you're right i i barely know my neighbors at all that's so f- and it's not funny but i'm how do I say it? And it's funny without it actually being comedic, but it is, it's disappointing for me to realize that because you made two great points about a, the respect for elders. Right. And and in addition to the idea that, yes, we're so close to each other. And yet I, again, I could barely tell you anything about my neighbors or the next town over. I, I wouldn't be able to, that's so, that's really interesting
2: and then some people it's hungry over here they're thinking they does not give the food our country is this is my plate if you are i try to and somebody coming hungry we are give for the this plate for the next person because they're hungry too right right but over here they doesn't give the span anything yeah it's, it's a honor. lot of ho-
0: hoarding it yeah. to ourselves i understand and, it, and i'm a culprit of that as well i've definitely done it
2: i'm so sorry for if you i no, try no. to tell both of them but that's what I see over. I appr- here.
0: I truly appreciate they never your never honesty. Give the, if
2: you thirsty say I need thirsty, I need water. They never give one water too. Right? My country is you no. Know, if you're hungry, you go my country they feed you, they give you the room, bedroom, they give the couple days for you know, free survive and then if you have sick, you have a clothing. You did not have it. We had try to give over here. I love it. Nobody gave anything. If you have money, everything. If you did not have money, nothing over here.
0: It's so interesting to think about, and it's I love hearing it from someone like you who's seeing it firsthand. You know, and we I think Americans take it all for granted. We just. Except it—that's just how it is, right? I have my dinner, and I'm sorry you don't, but yes. I'm only having mine. Whereas i, I think that that thought even, process would be great. Yeah,
2: even is the you know is the kids growing 18 years cross, and parents say it's 18 years you cross. That's not my responsibility. Parents say for the kids, but my culture is the if you kids growing doesn't matter 18, 20, 30 is that they live together. And then main point is, my culture is the kids growing, they're looking for mom and dad. They're going for mom and dad listening. And then our culture main point is the if we are growing, how much the parents treat for us, how do we are growing. And then parents go old, we are treat same for refund for the parents because parents born for us and then uh we are growing. That's the, our responsibility. We are looking for the parents. That's why we are never give for the parents retirement house. Mm-hmm. We are looking, and then over here the parents a little bit problem, health problem, health issue. They re, they send for retirement house. Right. They need to family. You know, they need expect for the enjoy the family. But they never have time. They never give for the time for the parents. And parents have only job is baby born 18 years. That's it. Parents job. Right. Not that's. Right? Very parents expect for us too, right? We are give on they old, we are carry home, hand, change, change the driver. That's our response. They change our driver, right? right. Small. Now, my, our turn is that we are change the for parents, right? But over here is selfish, you know, they don't treat for parents is the good way. Oh, parents, that's it. Right. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry to laugh, but no, you're, sorry but
2: for no, no apologies apology, at
0: all. That's great.
2: A lot of parents, I see the cry over here. And that's why I say everybody my helper, everybody, I say older people is always parents. Respect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Respect. You can learn so much from them. I, I think Americans in some regards have lost sight of the idea and what is important about family i think uh there's an expression to wash your hands of something meaning yeah. that I, we're we're quick to just say that's not my problem yes ah oh, that's a beautiful take i'm really glad we got to talk a little bit today well on the food side this should hopefully be more exciting. What, what kind of foods do you like to, like what would be some traditional Nepalese dishes? Uh,
2: my t- uh, Nepali traditional food is a lot of them, but the main traditional is a gundruk and then judo. You know, this make, how to make means, uh, you know, uh, buckwheat flour. Okay. Buckwheat flour making the hot water and we are mix up. That's the coming one kind of thick. This okay. This is. And Gundruk means green mustard. Green mustard we are making the pickle for the small jar, fifteen days after they coming the sour mm. and making the pickle. Mm, that this time good. the really that's the traditional but we are making the cell roti lot of them. I feed for a lot of time for Jim and Jongle <laughs> like my food too.
1: Oh, good. I <laughs> give her. She cooks for us and brings stuff That's in. That's so
0: nice. fun. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, well, Jim, uh, has there been anything that you've particularly enjoyed that you've gotten to try?
1: I like the rice dishes, and I'm not sure what all's <laughs> in them. I sometimes don't ask. But I. <laughs> but I uh, she she tends to make either rice dishes or a, like a noodle dish. Noodles. And so they're both excellent, but the ri- I, I like the rice. I call it chicken and rice. I'm not sure what else is really in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that see that's the best part of your job, Jim, yeah. is
0: that you get to try all the fun food. Yeah. So I'm going to start making the, you all try it in here. There you go. Well, I think that was actually the majority of my questions, to be honest with you. I, d- I wanted to cover the cultural differences, which I think you did a great job of. I
2: did not know about that.
0: <laughs> uh, no, that's but that's, uh, I, I mean, realistically, those are the sorts of things that I want to uncover on this show is how how do you view family versus how do we view family? What's important culturally? That sort of thing. And I think you did a great job of speaking to those.
2: I do not know, but I try my best.
0: Well, I, I appreciate that, too. Tell me about your snack mixes. Oh, uh.
1: I, and I know that there's commodities that do real well, like the beans and stuff, but the snack mixes are are flying, and they're phenomenal. Yeah, snack
2: is – the we are oh. – if the snack is uh, – sometimes we do not have time to eat snack. My section have the large snack over there. I think I bring for the produce you were supposed to us I forgot. <laughs> I already bring the produce I call section.
1: Them Nap- Napoleon uh, check mix is what I
2: call. Yeah, them. That's I'm into what that. I like. uh, I think this snack is really good. People like it. American people like it too. A lot of people they buy it for my section. I see a lot of time. Easy too and tasty too. Oh yeah. Different different taste. Sweet, yeah. Some of them spicy. Oh, spicy.
0: Okay, that's what I was excited for. Ooh, um, this maybe is a dumb question. It shouldn't be a dumb question, but I haven't memorized the store yet. Mm-hmm. Where exactly could we find the the Nepal section in the store?
2: Um, the close to India. Okay. The I've, India section is aisle okay. 14, orange, orange 14. On, orange yeah, fourteen. Orange fourteen. Orange fourteen. Fourteen. Is that this one is before. Very small sections, Jim already tell you.
1: We actually cut right into the main hallway and just dropped shelving in there because we didn't have any room. And and that little section is outperforming a large amount of our different sections. I love it, though.
2: Almost, I think, eight foot. And then Jim. It
1: It was eight foot,
2: yeah. Eight foot. And... That's the really good story too. <laughs> I did a, he and me working over almost two years before, I never see him.
1: <laughs> it was eight foot of pickle trays.
2: Yeah, pickle tray. <laughs> uh, and then I- didn't I, know
1: why, but I had eight foot of pickle trays over there. I never Every see him. Every size pickle tray you can imagine. <laughs> it was.
2: And then two years I never see, him. and then Jongle he talked to me a little bit, and Jongo called me one day off and he and Jongol the same table upstairs, and I said, "This is my last day. I think I'm go home. Maybe may they are fire me." <laughs> <laughs> I thinking my fire day You're today. <laughs> <laughs> my leg is going this way, Aww. and my face is go everything. <laughs> and then Jongol say, "I give you opportunity for you Nepal section. You understand?" I say, "I'm not understand anything. I understand Nepali, but I'm not understanding English. How to do?" And Jungle is God. He gave me a good opportunity for me. You know, I didn't have dad, word. I give my dad place for Jungle. Jungle is really great. If I stand up this place, Jungle and Jim Beckett, AJ is, you know, I'm stand up. That's why.
0: Absolutely. I think it's great that Jungle, you said it so well. I mean, he gives, he finds people with skills and knowledge and gives them an opportunity to
1: they basically run you know, their own business. Right. Yeah. No, You're performing a, on a grand he, scale.
2: One one side, if you we are looking for the, he's running the business, but one side, he give opportunity for the same for my, my you know, a lot of people is not understand, same me. I'm not understanding English before. I'm not understand. I know is I have a business, Nepal. I know how to business run, up, but I do not understand United States business running. Okay. And then he give opportunity for me this one. And then Jim Baker is really great. The He doesn't, uh, thinking is, she's not understand, no teach, nothing. He give small, small knowledge too. That's why I'm come this place too. If he, he, doesn't, he doesn't teach me that much, I never come this year. Right now, sure. That's credit for the gym backer. too. he teach me that much, Aww. you know.
0: He's no. blushing a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> bit. <laughs> no, you
2: know right. uh, the. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> don't <God>, no, <laughs> <laughs> I need money. You can't. You can't. Uh, everybody different story. I lose my dad forty-eight years. He's old. Mm-hmm. The earthquake, two thousand fifteen, April twenty-fifth. No, April 25th is my dad passed away, the earthquake. He's sleeping and he
0: course, yeah. home crashed so and died. Wow. And
2: then I'm, i thinking is over here is the United States come to work, go home, only eight hours. My life is damaged. I'm thinking my life life is totally damaged. I'm not understanding English anything over here. And I tried to open my own business and I did not know how to open I looking for opportunity, but jungle gave me and I really excited and I thinking is jungle gave me, but any anyway somebody fire me. The, I cannot understand how to order, how to the talk to vendor the sure. knowledge. And then I request for Zimbaket, and Zimbaket is very small, small, you know, the if you I have a God, if you somebody expect me the where is your God, I th- I tell three people, Zhongol is a really good God. He is giving me the place, everything. And Zimbabwe is the the dad. He's touched my finger and he showed me the everything, you know. And AJ Aww. is my eyes. He showed me everything it is this good, this bad. The if it, these three people, not United States, I think I'm not live that long to maybe I go back. Maybe sure. I cannot live over here. But these three people, even Pandemic time, I, I have a COVID, I stay home. They send me three times my house food, the whole car Aww. full, full. That's so sweet. Bucket, AJ. If they does not send my house food, and I'm dying, right? Nobody right. feed me. <sighs> That's and so
0: nice. I love that. What a heartwarming story. Yeah. Look at and you, Jim. You've been pretending to be funny, just and, and not secretly sweet.
2: Nobody called, right? The employer. Mm-hmm. Hey, how are you every day? Jim call me every day. Even Jim tell me I have a positive result, and my husband did not take the ho- hospital. He say, mm-hmm. "Okay, you come, I want pick up for you." He he doesn't looking for the oh COVID people same car sitting. He doesn't looking. And Aj every week he dropped food for my house. That's amazing. And Jungle sent food too. Oh. I that's, love that. That's the big family. Yeah. I, I'm only one person over here. Nobody in my family. But I feel it's everybody over here, my big family.
0: Oh, well, I'm glad to be a part of the family now too. So yeah. I uh well now I'll have to send you food. Uncle Mark. So uncle, Yeah, uncle, uncle Mark. Exactly. <laughs> I always did want to be a cool uncle. That's why I don't <laughs> have kids. So well, Sarah, thank you so much for t- taking time today with me. Seriously, I really appreciate it. And I hope that you're, you have safe travels back home. Sarah, thanks for your time. I really appreciate that. I think I just said that in the wrap-up of the interview, but it doesn't matter. I'll thank you twice. And Jim, appreciate you coming down to uh, help navigate the uh, interview as well. Now... Moving on, I want to talk about some uh, health-related things here. So a while back, I, I started working with a personal trainer, and I really liked these people. They had a cool approach to things, and I wanted to i wanted to do some fun stuff. I wanted to learn some ways that we could share a few, like, you know, kind of like fitnessy things. We have a weird store. I don't think it'd be out of the question to see people power walking in jungle gyms. I don't think it'd be out of the question to see somebody maybe even power lifting in jungle gyms. Honestly, now I'm kind of curious to see that. I'm going to bring in a bunch of weights. But I uh, reached out to my next guest here, guest here, and I was like, Matt, you got to come on. You got to talk about this. Let's give some health tips. Let's talk about some stuff that we have in the store that pertain to our health. And You know, everybody's like hot on that for the first few weeks of January until we go back to our old habits. But I'm hoping that if you follow Matt's uh, behaviors here and his uh, routine and the way that it's a lot of uh, consistency, Be consistent. You know, and you follow those techniques, you might find yourself overall gaining a little health every day. Just, you know, move the needle a little bit. But I thought this was a fun interview, and I wanted to share with you Matt Casey from Trilogy Fitness Systems. Inside the WJJI studio with me right now. It's official, Matt. Matt Casey of Trilogy Fitness Systems. Hi, Matt. Hey, Mark. How are you, man? I'm doing great, dude. Thanks for coming out and doing this. I really appreciate this. thank you. I'm sure I probably mentioned it in the uh, preamble, but uh, if not, just in case you know, uh, you've been training me for a few months now. Now I've obviously stopped once I started this new job because schedules are gets wild. Yeah. But it's fun. And I'm very happy. I hope I'm. someone's listening to like, is he complaining? I'm like, of course not. I mean, I would love to have more free time of course, but yeah, who wouldn't that's but, the dream. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, just I'll give you a quick testimonial from the jump, dude. Like, I don't think I've ever been more happy with like a workout situation than I was every time I come into. Hey, thank the you. You guys thank really you. make it like a really nice relaxing environment. That's the it's, goal. Yeah, it's like, it's actually fun. It's not like, I'm never worried that like, is someone looking at me? Unless it's in like the hot way.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> and you are Sexy Mark around right. those parts. Oh, so we all know. That's right. No, go ahead. I, I, yeah. forgot. I haven't told anyone my secret nickname. No, the secret. So if you see him around the store, you have to shout Sexy Mark because that is the official <laughs> new name of Mark Morrison. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Matt. Like what
0: mm-hmm. made you into Matt king of trilogy fitness systems. Yeah.
3: So I was, uh, always growing up like a hyper dork. So I've, you know, comics, cartoons, my mom weirdly let me watch like Alfred Hitchcock movies. and I was like 10. That's cool. So yeah, I got like into all these weird things. So naturally the weird kids get picked on a little bit. Sure. So, uh, in high school I found boxing with a friend of mine, put on a little bit of muscle and I was like, Ooh, this is kind of fun. My grandpa had polio and was always jacked. So that always drew me to it. I love pro wrestling. So I was like, I want to become jacked. And that's what kind of brought my love of it. I had a big hand injury and my left finger doesn't work. If you can see that it's oh, a wow. little crooked there. So we, uh, that then got me curious, like why doesn't my hand work anymore? So then I started lifting, got deep dive into that. Wasn't to go to school physical therapy and decided eh, PT is not for me. Let's open up a gym. Yeah. So then I become, a nice little dorky meathead. That's right. Well, and you are incredibly certified, and I know you mm. guys post about that on the website. So
0: yeah. we'll drop that at the end so people can learn about your accolades. Yeah, but what it's so fun about knowing you and working with you is that. I, uh, you're obviously confident and knowledgeable in your skills, but you never like rub it in in a bad way. you right. like, I oh, don't know if you know this, but uh, you know. If
3: anything, I am way too like self depreciating and everything with it. But I you know, know that feeling, dude. Me yeah. too. I'm always like,
0: yeah, I host a show. It's cool. It's uh, yeah, it's going very well. Okay. It's like
3: you know, yeah, I went to grad school, did all these things. Yeah, it's cool. Don't worry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. How long has uh, Trilogy been in business?
3: Uh, 2014. Awesome. So we're doing great. And you made it through COVID, which is that's huge. Yeah, we exploded through it. That's amazing. Congratulations. It was a it was a good time. Thank you. Yeah, I'd love to hear
0: it. Well, one of the reasons I brought you in today was not just to talk about your wonderful facility, which I think I think everybody knows I love it officially now, but I thought it would be fun to cover some of our, you know, we actually have a pretty extensive fitness system, excuse me, section rather in the store. I thought it'd be fun to cover some of that. And you know what? I'm just going to tease the audience right now because once we're done talking about some of those items, Matt and I found out, and it's a ballpark number, but yeah, we did uh, check out to see how many steps you could take in on average, depending on gait and all that fun stuff. If you walk the perimeter of the store, it's
3: a so, very scientific experiment. Yeah, it was incredibly. Yeah, there was a
0: control group. Yeah. Uh, we wore lab coats. It was we great. did. <laughs> so, <laughs> so let's talk about the store. I know you're a protein guy. Let's let's start there. Talk to me about what you saw today.
3: Yeah, so we popped around. So our big thing is like, you know, food should be enjoyed and be fun in life because who wants to eat nothing but the cliche fitness thing of boiled chicken and steamed broccoli forever, bro. Right. That's not fun. Especially around the holidays now, right? You know, where it's like, and again, another reason I thought now would be a good time to have you in. Yeah. And if you know me, I eat some cookies. Yeah. So. We, uh, <laughs> just
0: thinking about your baked post, and maybe I should tell the audience this, the way we technically met, even though we had mutual friends, but the way we really technically met was when I saw Matt absolutely <laughs>
3: demolish a dumpling eating competition yes. at Amarasia down in Northern Kentucky. Uh, two-time reigning champ. Ooh. And they have not brought it back yet since Probably um, for that I, reason. Possibly yeah. because that reason. They're like, look, you're cutting into our margins. Could you <laughs> stop coming? <laughs> So we were there eating the dumplings and, you know, my fiance Barbara, the tiger mom inside of her came out and she goes, when, they, when we found out it was a competition, she goes, you better win this because she knows how much I eat. So we're sort of like, okay. So we're, I think it was 49. Yeah. I remember being, I remember upper forties. I actually thought you broke into the fifties to be totally honest I was With gunning you. for it. Yeah. And we asked like, oh, who's winning? Who's winning? She says, I can't tell you. And she says, well, what's the best when you've done so, like, what's the record so far? She says, 23 or something like that. She says, where are you? I said, I'm at 46 right now. She says, oh, you're good. You can stop eating. Yeah. (laughs) like, no, I'm setting that high score. That's amazing. And I'm sorry to derail you on the discussion about the eating better. But no, please. Yeah. Um, See, we popped around, we looked at all the protein sources, like all the fruits and vegetables. That's the coolest part. So we, this is our kind of excursion grocery store. Yeah. So we come out here just to get all of the fun stuff. Yeah. So I picked up uh, kangaroo. So I'm going to make some kangaroo burgers this weekend. What
0: did you find out about kangaroo today? Super lean.
3: Yeah. Which is, if you know anything about protein, you'll want to get some nice lean sources. So kangaroo, figure it's going to be kind of probably tasting a little gamey. So should make some unique burgers with it. I'm really curious to hear what you think
0: about it. When I tried kangaroo, it had like a kind of a spice to it. It was a little less, in my what I had tasted was a little less gamey, a little more, yeah, almost spicy. Okay. It's like a sausage vibe. That, I don't know how to describe it, really, besides that sounds that. good. I'm trying to gain the vocabulary to describe food. Right. Go, but. Yeah. No, I loved hearing that you guys were also doing like exotic produce and things of that mm-hmm. nature, too, to yeah. implement the diet. You always eat very cool.
3: Yeah, yeah, and that's people, I think people are too restrictive with what they eat. Mm-hmm. So coming to a place like this, it's so fun because you get to see, like, oh, my God, there's, what is a dragon fruit? What's a star fruit? Like, you, so many people just don't know what these things are. Yeah. So, buy some. You know, worst right. case scenario, you have a piece of fruit that you don't love. Best case scenario, you have a new favorite fruit or a new favorite vegetable. Right? Absolutely. And
0: that, what's healthier than that? It's like way better to go ahead and try that than it is what I often do, which is what international flavor of potato
3: chips are in. Currently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like exotic, but not in the proper way. Yes. Yeah. So you know, in addition, obviously, all of the interesting protein options—I was at produce, but I mean that as well. But protein options, we have a pretty extensive like supplement and like powdered proteins and things of that nature. Would you say that we cut the mustard as it were there?
3: Oh, absolutely! Like those are those things where the supplement should be exactly like a supplement to a well-rounded, balanced-out diet. Mm -hmm. But those plenty of protein powders, like it's that's wonderful for smoothies, right? Mm -hmm. In the morning, a smoothie, those protein powder, some yogurt, some fruits, some vegetables one together and it's delicious. So you get plenty of good protein powders. There's Beverly over there. There's Optimum Nutrition. That's one I take just because it's a little cheaper. Okay. Um, And then you get plenty of multivitamins, which, again, a good supplement. If you're getting plenty of fruits and vegetables, you don't really need the multivitamin, but it is a good little supplement to add into it. Awesome. Fish oils. People are trying to put on a little bit of muscle and are working out. There's creatine over there, which... And creatine seems to be like a scary word. You always say, oh, is creatine steroids? Like, what is it? Right. It's a naturally occurring in the body. It's what our bodies use for fuel when we're doing something kind of fast acting. So okay. if you jump, if you run, if you pick up a barbell, like it's all using creatine to produce that action. Awesome. So Yeah. So it's the most researched supplement there is. And you can buy, like a, I think it was a four and a half pound tub for 25 bucks. That's incredible. Yeah. It's going to last you. Half the year. So here's a question I actually had while we were out there and I didn't
0: want to ask till we're in the booth. What's up with pre-workout? That's the one I'm scared of way more than anything else out there. I mean, like you said, it's naturally occurring, all that stuff. What's the deal with pre-workout?
3: So pre-workout, people are typically sleep deprived. Okay. Right. We are overstressed people. We're sleep deprived kind of across the board. Mm -hmm. So people just want that jolt to work out. So typically the the pre-workouts are going to be kind of a combination of creatine Caffeine, and then a couple other—I'm um, blanking on the name of them right now. Mm-hmm. There's just a couple of little supplement vitamins in there that kind of give that tingly feeling. If you've sure. ever taken, that the skin tingles, the yeah. Heart like breaks, niacin, for niacin. example. Niacin. Thank you. Is that, it? It is. that is actually it. Yes, you're welcome. You are so professional. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag sexy mark. <laughs> sexy mark coming through in the clutch. But yeah, those things are like—it just—it gets you going for a workout. That. The downfall of some of those, they're not always like the FDA doesn't track supplement stuff, which is why those are the things like use a supplement, stick to the things that are kind of tried and true, the protein, powders, the creatines. There's we walked by that one aisle that has all those coffees and everything. Yeah. Drink a cup of coffee, eat a piece of fruit before you work out. It's gonna do the same thing. Yeah. You're gonna have some carbs for that for energy to make it through. You're gonna have the caffeine boost mm-hmm. and you probably get a better tasting. Healthier for you, caffeine.
0: That's a that's a great point because I'm always afraid that yeah I mean because of the issues with regulations on some of those products I'd imagine that it's that thing where it's like well yeah I mean again use it sparingly maybe is another option yes. which I think is a nice actually that might be a good segue too because I feel like uh, sparing use of things kind of ties into a lot of your methodology in regards mm-hmm. to the diet end of things which is
3: yeah you know eat the fun stuff just don't eat it all the time well, there's plenty like li- there's a grater's right across this wall. I'll probably get a scoop of here because ice cream,
0: <laughs> right? And they're yeah,
3: they have great in the name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can't not grab it, right?
0: What would you recommend for a lot of us that are office locked to mm-hmm. keep? You know, because something I, I always see be consistent. That's a, mm-hmm. you know a big part of your branding. What is something you'd recommend for someone like me who might be in a studio eight hours a day and doesn't have the option really to you know throw weights around, although. I do work in a place that I think if I brought a weight set up in here, they'd probably be like, that's cool. They'd be pretty chill with that. But it. most <laughs> offices, I would assume, are not cool about that kind of thing. So what would be some things you might recommend to keep people active? Because I think that's probably going to be one of the biggest parts of this whole nutrition game, right?
3: Yes. Yeah, the biggest thing, planning ahead. Mm-hmm. So bringing a lunch in. Here, it's, Right. You're, you're in the grocery store. You have access to anything you need. Right. So access to a good lunch, that's going to help you. plan. You should plan those things out. So you have them ready for you. But for activity breaks, a few walks here and there, Mm -hmm. get up, take a 10-minute walk break every hour, right? Go to the bathroom, grab a drink of water, and just get up and move a little bit. People are just just locked down in these chairs and never move. Right.
0: And I think that there's a lot of, like, kind of psychologically damning things, too, where we, you, you spoke to a few of these already, a generally speaking, we're like a little under underslept as it were. Yeah. Sometimes I would say some people are overworked and I don't want to say everybody. I'm, I'm feeling very good lately. Um, but the idea is that I think by the end of the day, you're thinking like, Oh, I got to go work out for an hour straight now. Oh, that's like a whole hour. Do I even have that kind of time? But I, and the reason I wanted to ask you that is something I love so much about your methodology is that it's like, if you are consistently moving, multiple times throughout the day 10 minutes here and there that's nothing and if you do that six times you've done that for an hour exactly you know
3: it's not like you're advocating for like all right go push a car up a hill for you know i mean maybe eventually but yeah and those are those things right people overcomplicate it they want to do too much like i think people don't realize how little you actually have to do when you look at the research of you know people you want to get 150 minutes a week of moderate to vigorous exercise for kind of these metabolic benefits yeah. to protect your heart and to build a bit of muscle and everything. Moderate to vigorous in a scientific study is not actually all that moderate, is not all that vigorous. What we would think of it as right? all we see is the stuff on commercials and TVs of, you know, get right. an hour in this and cross the gym and here's the new bike and the new thing. But Are you suggesting that the media may occasionally blow things out of proportion? What? (laughs) (laughs) Sensationalism sells.
0: It's crazy how that works. (laughs) Anyway,
3: have a bronze God's body, Mark, you know,
0: (laughs) that's awesome.
3: Yeah. I mean, break it down. Be simple, be consistent with some food intake, be consistent with some movement and people make more progress doing that than they will, you know, trying to kill themselves for an hour and then not doing anything for a week. And killing ourselves okay. for an hour, not doing anything for a week.
0: Sure, and that, it makes so much sense. So. That then brings me back to the top of the interview here, which is you and I just walked the perimeter of the store, right? We walked inside the store. So this is like foot traffic. It may be something good for both you listeners who come in because, you know, people come in and spend a long time in the store anyway. And then for those of us employees who want to take those 10-minute breaks or, you know, when available, I think this is great news. So we went and walked the perimeter of the store. There's obviously a little give and take because we had some customers, some areas we couldn't access directly. But I think we found out something kind of cool, and I'll let them tell you. What, what did what did we find? How many steps did You were off. You were really close. I was very
3: close. I was off by h- about 100 steps. I didn't or, even think
0: you were that far. I thought you said 1280. I think you were off by like 50. Oh, it was- That's impressive. Uh,
3: 1343?
0: Yes, that sounds right. But, I think I screenshotted it. Yes, as a yeah. matter of fact, 1,343 steps. That's just if you take a lap around the building. Yeah. And is there like a good average that you should aim for every day, would you say? 8,000 steps a day. So literally-
3: goal yeah and we did what would that be like a little less than a quarter of that yeah you know what i mean and we didn't even zigzag no i mean that, that's just doing a circle around
0: it right so imagine how many how much area we ignored you know yeah. I mean, i'm sure we could call Phil in and get the math on that because right. he knows the square footage exactly but real talk i mean and that took us maybe 10 minutes to do yeah so i mean if you did that a few times a day you're hitting that goal. No problem. And that's every day. And again, it's building that consistency. Exactly. Which is so important. That's why I like having my bathroom so far away. I'm like I'm gonna lose weight purely on how much water just I drink and
3: you know going to the restroom, taking the trek across. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I sail across the seas of cheese over the de- over New Delhi. Do as I I'm need it. salami
3: right now? Uh, yeah,
0: I'm like I do love the Volpe family. I'm gonna wait this time though. So I did try some of that rose salami. Was it tasty? It. Oh man, it is so good. It's on special right now too. So I, it, well, I might when swing this back airs, out and get some more. It of that. might mm-hmm. not be on special anymore. So I always I always feel bad. I'm like just in case it might not still be on discount, folks. But there's. That that they have a deep discount currently on their fennel salami too, which is I like fennel. I don't know if I like it enough, but the
3: rosé really? is for real. Yeah, that salami is one of those dangerous things. That anytime my fiance or myself bring it home, she does ninety percent of the grocery ninety nine point nine percent of the grocery shopping. Yeah, we uh, it we fly through it. Yeah, just high sodium. Dinner. I'm trying
0: to get away from it too, and it's so delicious. You oh know? yeah, this yeah. is what killed James Gandolfini. <laughs> right. You know, he had it, it's seven years of gobble ghoul. You know. <laughs> I just thought I could tell <laughs> you beat like, me to the
3: gobble ghoul. I was hoping to be able to do it with my hands out there.
0: <laughs> it's an Italian uh, gym that you run now. Yes. Too. So it's a sandwich shop slash uh, fitness facility. Well, no, Matt, I thought that was great, man. Um, so, Matt, as always, thank you for coming in and sharing your knowledge. I appreciate it. Thank I would you. love to come back. I think it'd be fun if we did like a fitness tour sometime like that. Yeah. I think people will be down. And especially with it being the winter, at least winter is coming right now it's a good way to get those steps in because it's cold outside. I'm an, I'm an outdoor exerciser really more than anything. I really love walking outside. Uh, and then of course for a portion of the year, you either a get looked at funny because you're the shorts guy and I never want to be him anymore, at least in that sense. Right. Right. Um, or you come inside to a place and why not? And then you can shop while you're done. It's two birds, one stone. Exactly. Uh, where should people follow you and trilogy? Where would you like to send them?
3: Yeah. Uh, Instagram we do we're pretty active on Instagram, Trilogy Fitness Systems. Uh it's that's pretty much all fitness content. If you going to follow me and my three-legged dog Lily. Uh She's that's adorable. just Matt Casey. Uh M A T T K A S E E. Awesome. And uh the website? Uh trilogyfitnesssystems.com. Beautiful.
0: You know, we got through this whole interview and I'm just going to leave on this so people want more. Do you know that they have a uh a puppet coworker at Trilogy? <laughs> He's French. Ooh, Francois, huge
3: fan. Francois Lebuff. See, See? <laughs> and you know now that he, you, trilogy's even gone international with this. Exactly. So we are perfect. recruiting the highest level of talent from Marseille, France. Flew all the way over here to move to Cincinnati just to work with us.
0: That's amazing. I love hearing that. It's, it's I impressive. love Francois. Well, right. we'll bring we we'll have Francois on the show. Oh, next he would time love too. to come out. I here. bet he would. Well, thanks again, Matt. I really appreciate it. Thank you, great. man. Matt, it's been a pleasure as always, my friend. Thank you so much for coming in. You know, I'm sort of surprised we didn't go full on with the lightsaber duels while you were here. But you know what? That just means we'll have to do something in the future with that. Sound good? I'm sure you're fine with it. (laughs) So my last one here, I thought this was fun. You know, you like to follow people who are making waves, right? It's one of the things Jungle Jim's does. You know, we make waves. We we do things different. Uh, A a little uh, uh, to the rhythm of our own drummer. Uh, which is really weird because we don't actually have a drummer here right now. I'm, I'm working on that. You know, I've had my first musical guest on last week's episode. There's a uh for you to download last week's episode. You know, you can pause this one, download it, listen to it, then come back, and I'll still be here talking about it. But I had a chance encounter with one of my favorite people I've met recently, and it's a weird thing to say because most people I don't think have this good of a relationship with this particular type of uh, doctor but my dentist came in and he's a big jungle gyms fan and i joke all the time i think i make the joke in the interview too that he's like cincinnati celebrity dentist i think i might be his least famous client All right, actually, I'll take that back. I think my mom, technically, is his least famous client now. But you get the point. But uh, Troy's awesome, and what he's done is build something unique in the dentistry game. But I also asked him to come out and give us some nice tips for your teeth. And maybe to debunk a few rumors. Because where else but Jungle Gyms? Are you going to learn all kinds of... Look, I don't want to just talk about the ins and outs of our store. I'm going to expose the world of everything. Anyone that will... Come and talk to me about this stuff. It's going to be fun. We're going to learn all kinds of things in the future, okay? And I want to know what you want to hear, so make sure you start sending me those emails at podcast at Jungle Gyms. But in the meantime, I want you to meet Dr. Troy Pierce. Well, another fun turn of events and a little what brings you action here at the jungle. I happen to run into someone I have I feel like we've bonded pretty well. Bonded. (laughs) uh, See, I'm also doing dental (laughs) references uh, in the short time I've known you. But this is Dr. Troy Pierce.
4: Good afternoon, Mark. I'm um, so excited to be here. I'd like to thank you for this winning smile I have. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're we have something in common, and we know how to make people smile. <laughs> and I love watching you make people smile because it's so infect infectious. It's just infectious. I, I love it. it. You do a great job, and I've just been following you. And this uh, match with you and Jungle Gyms is a match made in heaven I say right you all are gonna just um make each other that much better I can tell it's gonna I really be great
0: that. yeah it's I honored to honestly be a part of like I mean, this is like a legendary company oh. to be a part of. Oh, so, I, I mean, remember when I told you were like yeah. oh, the, one of the only people I leaked this to. Oh, it was so exciting. Which is funny, and I think that speaks to a lot about who you are as a person, especially since you know. I well, mean, thank you. I mostly just known you with well, your you in a little
4: in You're a little vulnerable in the dental chair, right? <laughs> yeah, you're exactly. like, Whatever I got to do to get out of here, yeah, exactly. Just let me know. Okay, He's like he just keeps hitting, <laughs> t- turning the nitrous up a little bit. <laughs> the well, drill firing well, up. We ran out. I think you. I think you. Yeah, the tanks went I dry. Tapped that it day. out. You yeah, exactly. I
0: was. I think. Uh, the only person in existence who's ever laughed during a root canal. But. I,
4: you know, um, it's, it's all made up more than what it's, what it really is. Right. It's, oh, it's, for it's, sure. it's all hype. I, uh, all
0: I finally remembered what, I think you asked me, you're like, what were you even listening to? <laughs> uh, and I remembered after the fact, it was like shortly after the fact, cause I was, you know, so, loopy. Yeah. but it was uh, an episode of Mark Maron's podcast. He had uh, yeah. this bassist Thundercat that I love on there uh-huh, and uh-huh. they were talking about, I think they were talking about Star Wars, to be honest with you. Uh, it was like something along. It was definitely nerd culture themed. You should have And he said something me. silly. I know, right? Exactly. But Well, now I know that we're fellow Star Wars people.
4: Right. You know, and so. yeah, I do get to use lasers in my office. So um, that's the closest thing I say that I have to a lightsaber. <laughs> and you have a lightsaber, a real one right behind me here, Isn't that it's In a glass case, it's, it's, it must be real because it's $300 or something. <laughs> <laughs> it will cut you if you're not
0: careful I with It will cut you.
4: Well, so what brings you into the store today, Troy? Well for one, um, I love the culture and the energy in here. And I drove 45 minutes from Northern Kentucky over here. There's one closer, but you don't have a podcast booth there.
2: <laughs> and
4: I don't mind a drive cause, uh, it, uh, a little time to decompress on a day where I just, this is my kind of off day. I call it admin day. Yeah. And, um, I got to, do some work in the office here a little bit this morning with some new equipment being delivered but mainly I was just telling everybody I'm gonna go up to jungle gyms and be on a podcast today so I am in a great mood I'm feeling good I have had like two cups of coffee today that's more than I, I usually never finish my first one so I'm good I'm set I went by the produce I went by the meat section the, oh, oh my gosh the deep the seafood I'm blown away like whoever is doing the accounting around here is must be incredible. <laughs> How can you have this? That's They'll what people, be on next. Right. <laughs> when people, when I built my office, um, nobody had seen an 8,000 square foot dental clinic and all these people running around like 30 employees and five doctors. And I'm like, what are you thinking? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have any room for anybody. So I just had to build it bigger. And here you are up here. This is, this place is so unique. I love when someone's doing it differently. I want to know what's going on. Sure. And l- your podcast has kind of, it dives into the culture a little bit more. The um, owner, operator, uh, Jungle Jim. I didn't know his name was Jungle.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh, you imagine my shock the what? first time I came in for an interview. They're
0: <laughs> like, we're going up to meet Jungle. I was like,
4: Jungle? Okay. Ah, okay. If I was going to change my name to something with teeth, I don't, I don't know. I, I probably won't do that. We'll work on it. We'll, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll take some R&D on that. But, um, and then all the, uh, the managers that are around here and uh, heading up the different departments, and you just realize, oh, my gosh, these people have been here. Uh, Half their lives. Yeah. (laughs) So um, that says something behind the uh, the the head honcho. Yeah. The culture that's present here is just, you know, they brought you in. I thought this is going to be a really good move. So
0: I don't think I saw. Like I don't even think my mom was as excited when she found out about the job no. as she worked. Oh, I, I mean, it. we definitely had that fun love moment. We were like, "This is going to be gonna so rock. much fun!" Yeah, no,
4: it's fun. I love marketing. I love the um, to learn about. Bu- that's kind of something new. I'm kind of diving into a little bit. It's just you know business operations and things and how you know how something. When I go into a restaurant, I'm always like, "How is this? Work? What's going on here?" Yeah, I'm just obsessed with it right now. So
0: well, I love it. And I think that one of the reasons I thought you'd be fun to talk to about this is that again, and you'll find this as you're listening to the show, it's sort of a trend is that I am interested in people who are doing it differently. Right. Right. And that was my first take, you know, I mean, I'd been going to the same dentist for, Mm -hmm pretty much as long Mm -hmm. as i lived in cincinnati Mm -hmm. and then when i got referred your way i was like Mm -hmm. oh i gotta check this place out and yeah it was like this big expansive place There's super high-end like Mm -hmm. it was like a cool tech place i felt Mm -hmm. like i was like in the apple store meets health you know what i mean for lack of a better term you 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 know you've got like your staff is awesome and you and i had a conversation once and i love that you brought up the culture here too because i'm again i'm genuinely having a great experience working for the company I can tell. but i think that you did a great job with that as well yeah. because i think that i said to you was that i've never been to a dentist office or any medical facility right. where everyone was genuinely happy
4: mm-hmm. how did you pull that off <sighs> you know i think um that is a really good question and it has not always been so where we are now, we, this, we've you know we've been downtown a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm a third generation owner of this this practice, been around for over 80 years. This practice, wow. but we moved into a new clinic in 2015, and um, it's really grown into a place that uh, you know we we treat a lot of people, um, a lot of people who can't you know dentistry is very expensive, and we sure. made we made our our mission to make sure that everybody leaves with a plan that they can afford and that they can get the best treatment possible. Not everybody should. Everybody is deserving of having their teeth and their smile and their confidence and being able to chew and be healthy, and that's what we built our practice on. And people are passionate about that vision and that mission. And um, I tell people it's not—it's not okay just to do your job right. You have to do it well with and, and, and interact with your coworkers as if they were your family, and we really pull for each other. Um, I've seen that more now in the past year since. Well, you know, COVID changed everything. It changed the world around us. It's never going back. And right. I'm okay with that because it taught me a lot about myself, about my team. Um, we had some turnover. We had some leave and we had some come back. And um, it's a different world, but I am so much happier um, now that we have reestablished, you know, our our new normal since, right. since this whole thing with COVID. And it really affected healthcare, really affected dentistry. They had what they... Called the the Great Recession. I'm sorry. There was a lot. There was a bunch of turnover. There yeah. was a bunch of turnover. Right. So, um, so many people were scared to work in the dental clinic, being mouth open, spraying up in the air, and that's all they're talking about is this, um, this mist that can go in the air. Yeah. And the spray and the virus is in there. And you know what? We never had not one transmission in our big clinic. I mean, nobody has a better sample than what we do. Right. Never had a problem. And but a lot of people were scared, and a lot of people left, and um, so there's been a big turnover in our in our world. Some states have had mandates with vaccines. Uh, fortunately, we have not because I think that would destroy um, uh, certain aspects of healthcare, it's, right. especially in our world. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> we're just lucky to, to you know to to be where we are, and I think you know you treat people well, um, they will return the favor. Yeah. So.
0: It's amazing to think about how, Mm -hmm. you know, as it as trite as this might sound, just a little bit of decency and kindness goes a long way, especially in the office. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh,
4: yeah. Just, you know, think about just you just want to you want you want people to feel comfortable. You want to be yourself. And uh, you know, in the end, you're making people smile. And that's like there's the best medicine. Right. Yeah. So well put. Seriously.
0: What? What made you want to go into dentistry in the first place? Like, what was there some
4: event in life? I'm, I'm from a in small, the tooth and business. I'm a small town guy. Okay. I grew up in Western Kentucky, and you, uh, it's hard to make a living there. Mm-hmm. Um, the people who uh, were the, some of the most respected were, you know, the the physicians, the dentists, and my orthodontist. Just really just took time to know me. And when I expressed a little interest, he kept massaging that every time I came in. And he introduced me to some people at the school and uh, University of Louisville, which I ended up not going there. I went to University of Kentucky. But it's just a, a way to get to network a little bit. And, um, you know, I just felt like I wanted to be a part of a community. I wanted to to make an impact on people. Yeah. And I wanted to be a business owner. Um, my, my best friend's dad um, and his family owned an insurance company, and I just like the idea of uh, being able to dictate my own future when my father um was in an industry in the automotive industry and it was it's cutthroat and i mean i just wondered every night if he was going to come home and say i got let go and i did not ever want my kids to feel that i wanted to be able to dictate that and so whatever i did i wanted to be a business owner and so I wanted I wanted to do that as quickly as possible. So I did that um, in my second year out of school. So it's been the school of hard knocks, but um, sure, you know, uh, we're, I'm what 15 years from removed from graduation, and um, I feel like I'm having the best time of my life. And what makes it feel the best, I think, right now is that my oldest son, who's a senior in high school, is expressing interest in getting into dentistry. So oh, he was that's in, fun! Yeah, he was in the. You know, I see so like actually one of my best friends, his, his dad, his grandfather, his uncle were all dentist and and he discouraged me my entire life you do not want to do that I've heard too much you don't (laughs) want to do it you don't want to do it it's crazy you know who wants to be in somebody's like you know what like it's not for everybody that's for sure right it's not for everybody but so uh, many jobs right right? I know a lot of people who got into it (gasps) and uh, realized they didn't love it and uh, didn't last long so but you know I really enjoy people I know, I know that about myself. Um, I'm a connector. I like to connect people. Absolutely. That's why I like working with the team of doctors. And, um, you know, I think as a team, we're we're much better than being by ourselves in five different locations. We have five <laughs> under one roof and we all collaborate yeah. and we take better care of people because of that. The
0: energy is great for that reason. It, everybody
4: comments on the energy.
0: It's so, I mean, and it, it makes so much sense mm-hmm. too. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's hard to really, you know, it, it is palpable in the moment. It's hard to almost express mm-hmm. it. Just it kind
4: of like, takes away some of that fear. Tense feeling yeah. of just being at the dentist when it doesn't look like the dentist you're used to. <laughs> it doesn't smell like it. It, the no. people aren't the, it's, it's, it's a different, it's a different vibe. It's, people, people it's catch brilliant. it. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, again, I, I, you know, like I said earlier, like one mm-hmm. of those reasons why I thought you'd be a good fit for the show is that
4: yeah. you did it different. Right. You took something right.
0: that was an established norm, right? Just like jungle Absolutely. and then s- knocked it on its ear a little right. bit yep. or on its teeth. I, it love,
4: I love it. I love bit. innovation.
0: Yeah. It's almost got like, I don't know. Everybody's just like cutting up and laughing and then yeah. like, and then professional when they need to be. Right, and you know, as right. someone like me who's really extroverted and weird mm-hmm. with everyone he meets, it was very nice to not feel like that was the worst decision I made. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, because awesome. most times in life I'm just like being myself yeah, and people yeah. are like,
4: could you stop? <laughs> just turn it down. Yeah. No, just be yourself, man. Yeah. I just love it. Yourself.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Uh, something I thought would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe have you uh, drop a few hints on the audience yes. what are some uh, what are some maybe lesser known things that you can do to keep your you know mouth health in general <laughs> okay. pardon me the expression okay
4: home home rem- home remedies a little yeah. bit. okay so during covid uh, um during covid we learned a lot of course but one thing that we um learned was that hydrogen peroxide was effective at lowering the the um Uh, load of viral load in someone who has an infection even maybe a subclinical infection to lower it so we were doing a pre-rinse with um, hydrogen peroxide which I learned is very nasty so but it has a lot of good things too so we cut it a little bit with water probably half and half and did you know that's what that's the active ingredient in whitening products so long-term oh. use of things like hydrogen peroxide uh, rinses not only does it help keep your mouth he- healthy, it's not something that you want to do every day, like 100 percent strength five times a day. So you know, right. You don't want to, you don't want to inject it or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not saying that. <laughs> I hope the ADA, the ADA but doesn't when catch this. you are injecting the hydrogen, <laughs> <laughs> when in, no, I'm saying so, um, but it does have a whitening effect, and it's great to use with your retainers and your Invisalign or your mouth guards and to soak it into I hundred percent straight hydrogen peroxide keeps it clear and translucent. That's one of the things that I've been kind of um, telling people lately. It's something you can easily do at home, you yeah. know, whitening. You can whiten your teeth and everybody asks about whitening, but there, you know, the stuff that y'all have here in the store works really well too. It just takes time and right. maybe a little bit of guidance, but you know, sure. That's well, what social media stuff's think- for. You can reach out and I have kids ask me all the time, can you whiten your teeth at 12 years old? I'm like, Just don't tell your mom. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) I'm always so, you know, you mentioned the whitening, and so maybe we can just dispel this now, or Mm -hmm. maybe we can confirm my fear. But one of the reasons I've never really gotten hard into the Mm -hmm. whitening outside of, like, using toothpaste that might have a little bit in there or whatever, uh, is that I'm so worried it's going to strip the enamel layer away. Am I right to feel that way? Nope.
4: It does nothing. You could whiten your teeth till you're blue in the face, and it's not going to harm your tooth. It makes your teeth sensitive when you really pump up the level of the ingredients that you're whitening with it mm-hmm. can make your teeth sensitive but it doesn't mean they're sick it's just an irritation that's temporary and it goes away after a day or two oh. but there's some things we can do for that as well
0: oh cool so that is incredible i legitimately yeah. does nothing to <laughs> yeah harm that's the amazing. teeth at all no everybody wants whiter teeth oh, so yeah. now i like regret not yeah. having whitened my teeth for like the last 15 years because i've well, really been paranoid about it yeah. and it, i think this again not to sound like i'm just blowing smoke the whole time but literally, I have never felt comfortable enough to really have an actual conversation with my yeah. previous dentist. Yeah, yeah
4: you know what I mean well, there's a um, you know there's a lot of ways you can whiten your teeth Of course you, you can do it supervised you can do it rapid pace somebody's getting married next week you can do it like that or yeah you know but um, I think there's a a, a a resurgence of cosmetic dentistry coming about and sure. um, I' I've, I've always enjoyed cosmetic dentistry. But there was a time there in my first five years and ten years in practice, maybe, that, uh, you know, the comedy wasn't great. It was a great recession. Yeah. And um, but now I think uh, with the social media as strong as it is and everybody, you know, on selfie pics and the the amount of um, uh, people who doctor their smile for a post would shock you like over 60 percent of smile smiles that you see on instagram have been doctored and edited and That's stuff so by their, by the people who do yeah. it yeah so you know. well
0: somebody that did like photo restoration too and a little photoshopping and stuff i remember mm-hmm. that was always one of the things it's like go in there and white the teeth a little bit yeah. and then the whites of the eyes too
4: oh ah, yeah yeah they say your teeth are to be whiter than your eye the white of your eyes but i think we're going white we're we're, we're we're, pushing past we're, we're debunking it. that in here lately. <laughs> People like white teeth these we're days. We're
0: stepping over lines. Yeah. Well, you know something else. I thought I'd bring up then too because you kind of just hinted at this, mm-hmm. but you all have a really impressive
4: social presence too. Yeah, it's uh, you know it's um, it's I would say it's fairly new. About three years. Actually, it was right. It was to 2019. Um, I wanted to just commit to it, mm-hmm. and so I hired a. Um, a person who I wanted full-time, um, media slash photographer slash marketing to take some off my plate so I could focus on some other areas. And he had more expertise and collaborate more. And he's super into photography. And that's one of the things that's very important to what we do is, is photography. Absolutely. And it's, it's a science, right? So, um, he's, we've really learned a lot from each other. He's full-time and, uh, you know we we have a really good instagram presence i think um uh, we need to work on some of the other channels but um you know instagram's kind of where the people are yeah. that i do work on so right. um you know uh, we have uh stories every day like behind the scenes type stuff and people like it to the office and they yeah. love it they love it they get to see they get to know you as a as a person and people do business with people Instead right. of companies, and when I changed the um, name of our Instagram from our practice page to my page, and they knew they were talking to me because they were talking to me anyways. Right. That's when it really started to get traction, and when you would have people reach out, and since then, it's been uh, you know Cincinnati Bengals, people coming from out of town. Um, that's kind of my sh- my thing. I've been. But I love it. Of, You're like the celebrity dentist. You know what I mean. It's, I never I never thought that i would be in the position i am now (laughs) but all it takes is one person to gain trust in an organization like that and you know i've I've really become pretty pretty close with some of the guys on the team and um i love sports we have a connection there and you know i I work with them and um you know get them appointments when it's best for their schedule and things like that and you know they're very busy and in and out of town a lot so um it's been good to know these guys and get to know this new group that's in. And uh, they have really changed the culture there, too. Um, the Bengals. Have, I love it. I mean, you've worked with Sam Hubbard. I remember right. that. You showed me that. That was really cool. I mean, uh, what a good hometown guy. kid, right? Yeah. Um my like, gosh. I mean, how we were like, like a height of
0: COVID too. I felt really bad right. because I was still cutting up and being a weirdo. Right, and right. I could tell he was just like, if I get sick, it's going to ruin my contract.
4: <laughs> I'm like, it's fine. Man. Like, I'm <laughs> getting ready to resign here. So <laughs> I'm going like, to get that extension going. <laughs> I'm
0: just like, sip out of my Pepsi
4: can. <laughs> you know what? Did, did we ever make the connection that he got that, his extension right after kind of, blowing up with you i mean was,
0: you know what i don't you, want to take full responsibility but i'll take like
4: 75 I mean, percent. it's pretty pretty close yeah. there i mean i remember that so even if he didn't accept my linkedin request
0: <laughs> seriously oh, dear,
4: he's probably not on honest, but he's probably not on linkedin no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's good he's good hometown boy mr supermodel i think he's supposed to be on the bachelor he i mean like seriously my wife's yeah. like oh, do you know sam hubbard i'm like
0: yeah no <laughs> I, I My sister was like the same way. She's like, Oh, they picked a really handsome one for right? you. And I was like, Yeah, I think they needed somebody to be my exact opposite.
4: Balance me out a little bit. Oh, yeah. He's like a six, <laughs> seven, you know, yeah. 1% body fat. Okay. Right. Exactly. And
0: I was like, I'm yeah. the exact opposite. I'm like, <laughs> I'm six, seven of body fat.
4: Oh, no. But hey, I definitely am self conscious when I take pictures with the with the football players. But hey, you know what? I'm just going to be myself. You do you, I'll do me, and it works out, doesn't it? It works out. Well, for sure.
0: You, yeah. and you know, I think that's why you've seen that success too, because you are really genuine. Your staff's Thanks, really man. genuine. Like you are you bring that and I think that speaks to why when it changed from the, you know, the Beck Pierce branding yep. to yours. Yeah. That makes so much sense. People want to connect with people. I think that's again, and, and I always like to tie it back to jungle a little mm-hmm. bit here, but I kinda think that's why something like Jungle Gyms has become, mm-hmm. you know, what it is, right? Mm-hmm. It's because he's a guy that's in the store. Well, he's not here today while we're taping this,
4: but like he is here ninety nine percent of the time. You know I what know. I mean? I love – so when I was learning, you know, what where, what do I want my office to be like one day? I was going around and picking things from little – from one office and something that they were doing well and something that they were doing well and putting them together. And I can see that in his vision here when you hear about him talk, Like, I feel like I'm walking into Animal Kingdom. That's the first thing that came to my mind when my first time I was like, and he's talking about Disney. I'm like, oh, I freaking love Disney. Yeah. And then you see, like, uh, just the, the characters around and – you can see where he's getting some of this stuff and yeah. putting together just the the best practices of different, you know, minds coming together and making this his vision. And man, it's just really cool to see a non-corporate, non-big corporate type place yeah. just doing like insanely well. I've said it a billion times decades. on the show.
0: Right. Well, I've said it a billion times on here. Do you think Kroger would
4: hire me to do this? I only go to the grocery <laughs> If they have a podcast studio now, it's
0: See, smart <laughs> choice. I think you made the right decision, you know. And no real shade at Kroger, but you know, it's that. But it's that thing where it's like, this is a guy. He's like, I'm going to do it my way. I like my yeah. own funk. This is what. This is how That's we right. do it. And then look how crazy this room is. Mm. You know,
4: it's passionate. Uh, how
0: passion. long do you think I can get away with talking about that before the audience is just like, could you <laughs> shut up about how cool the room looks? I'm like, just watch it on YouTube. This is, the, this is so cool. Yeah, it is really cool. I love isn't the it? studio. Troy, I really appreciate you coming in today. Absolutely. I had a lot of fun. You're me a great too. guy.
4: I really appreciate. it. Thank you for all the support of the show. Truly, oh, I love it. I love it. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll share it with everybody I can. And I can't I, wait. you know, it's it's a great story, and to see you guys coming together like that, it's going to be cool, man. It's so much fun. Glad to be for here. You. Thanks for good having me. Of course,
0: I'll... anytime. Troy, it's been a pleasure. What a fun episode! I had a lot of good people on this time. This is really exciting. Well, we've got some fun stuff coming up in the next few weeks. We've got some more beer content coming up. I've uh, scheduled some time with brett from urban artifact to talk about the process of brewing wild beer using wild cultures i'm very interested in the world of sour beers or as they put it midwest fruit tarts uh, because it, it, you know, if you go back to our episode with Sinsoy, there's actually a lot of uh, crossover between the way some of the soy brewing is done uh, as as well as in the sour beer game. It's kind of interesting. I, I think we actually maybe talked about it a little bit on that episode with Sam from Sinsoy. That was a great episode, too, so you should check that out. I've also got some stuff where I'll be out with our with the 50 West team again. And I think I'll be on site as we're working on more of those Road to the Jungle beers that you heard about a couple weeks ago, because we are doing a full series of those, as we mentioned. I believe there's gonna be 12 beers in total, so this will be our second one. You know, and if you didn't go through the first one, the Hazy IPA, that was a great one. And I can't spoil what the next type is, but I'm actually very, very excited for the next beer we're working on there. So that's what we've got coming up in the future. I hope you're enjoying yourselves. Again, thanks for everybody who's listening. Thanks for all the reviews. Shoot me an email. And in the meantime, I'll see you out in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Morrison.